Hey girl, are you tired of constantly feeling like restricting yourself is the only way you'll ever lose weight? Do you think it's possible to lose weight without restricting? Well, today I'm sharing with you four tools that can really help you build the framework that you'll need to stop the restrictive way of eating. Really be able to learn how to eat moderately and really find yourself free from the power that food has over you. So I hope you'll stick with me today and let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. If I'm honest here, it is really hard to not get sucked back into the mentality of dieting. And when we talk about dieting, what I'm, what I'm referring to is restricting. Anytime you're restricting, that can fall into that diet mindset. The, the whole diet culture is really just all about restriction. So when you've got a goal in mind, you are somehow sucked back into this constant idea that you have to restrict in order to lose weight. Well, there's some validity to that, yes. However, there is a way to eat in such a way that allows you to enjoy your food, allows you to not feel like you're being restrictive. And it's really called moderation. For me, it's it's always been this battle between restricting and doing my part to try to white knuckle it, to try to gut it out so that I don't eat the things that I don't want to eat. And then it backfires. And then I go all in head first and, and eat all the things that I, I for so long didn't want to eat. But, you know, on my journey, I found that this way of eating or, or thinking just takes you down a road that that just never ends well, right? The binging, overeating, hiding, gaining a few pounds instead of losing. This is all where this leads to. So today I want to share with you four tools that in moderation, in the Moderation 365 curriculum that I teach clients, these four tools are just a, a sampling of all the tools that are available to you if you grab a hold of this concept that, you know what? Life doesn't have to be about restriction. It, it just has to be a secondary thought. Uh, moderation can become automated in your life. And I want to start with these four tools because it really can give you the confidence to, to seek out that freedom and, and really begin to find freedom around food. So let's start with the first one here. The first tool for moderation is number one, to prioritize protein at every meal or snack. You know, I feel like a broken record lots of times because... I preach that on every a lot of episodes that protein should be prioritized at every meal or snack. And and why is that? Because if you're just having carbohydrates at a meal, you're just having just say let's just say you have oatmeal in the morning and there's nothing added to that oatmeal that's going to be a solid protein that's going to fill your belly. You're going to be hungry within another hour, maybe an hour and a half tops when you're just eating the oatmeal because it's carbohydrates. It's, it's simple. It's going to get burned up very quickly in your body. And so when you add a protein with that, it helps kind of slow digestion down and you're going to be fuller for longer, but it's also going to help your 
cravings throughout the day. It's also going to really be able to uh, set you, yourself up for the day if you can really make sure that those are priority at every at every meal or snack. So choose lean meats or maybe Greek yogurt is a great option. You know, serving a Greek yogurt has 25 grams of protein. It's pretty remarkable. Obviously you're, you're shooting for like the Greek plain yogurt or something that you can add stuff to that, that you enjoy. If you don't like Greek yogurt, maybe that's not an option. If you like eggs, cottage cheese is also a good source of protein as well. So I, I enjoy uh, cottage cheese and apples. I, I chop up apples. I like the crunch and it's kind of like the, the cottage cheese has a little bit of sweet, but, and the apple sometimes has that sweet, but, but soury taste. So I like to throw those two together and make it a nice snack in the afternoon. So those are just some suggestions at how I like to prioritize protein um, with my snacks. And certainly if it's lunchtime throwing, uh, whether it's chicken breast or chicken thigh, um, I've recently got some chicken meatballs or chicken sausages from Costco, cut those up, stick them on top of a salad, maybe with a, with a half a cup of black beans or chickpeas. So you are getting just a little bit of carbs, but you're getting a good protein that you can stay fuller longer. So the second tool, so first tool is prioritize protein, every meal or snack. Secondly, use the DIS scale. Now I think somewhere along the way, I have spoken about this and taught about the DIS scale. What is the DIS scale? It is the deprivation indulgence scale. So if you look at these two things on the end of a, in a long spectrum here, visualize a long line, one end, you've got deprivation, the other end you have indulgence, or we could say restriction and overeating. You could say those two things too, if that, that helps you better visualize. So the goal would be to, when you're eating, when you're choosing what to eat, is trying to navigate the middle. So you're somewhere between completely restricting everything and then completely indulging everything you're you're living the life in between you're trying to navigate the middle with your food choices with how much you eat you're trying to navigate that middle so that you're not restricting yourself so that you don't bounce all the way over to the other side and end up indulging so every meal think about navigating the middle with your food choices and your portions so you're able to when you cook at home with the portion on your plate that you think is what you'll need. And certainly you can measure this out, but if we're in the business of moderation, it's really not about measuring. It's about being in tune with your, with your biofeedback, with how hungry you are and making sure that you're being mindful when you're eating. So using the DIS scale is really crucial to trying to navigate the middle. And just the more that you practice this, the more that becomes automated. So you're not like really being intentional about it, but it just becomes automated. So that's number two, use the DI scale, deprivation, indulgence, always shooting for navigating the middle. Number three is to eat to 80% fullness. And some people are like, well, I don't really understand what that means. Well, we know when we're full, right? We know when we're stuffed usually. And being 100% full means you really don't want to take another bite. Like could be, could be along the lines of feeling stuffed. 80% fullness is really the ability to have some room left that you want a little bit more, but you're satisfied. Your food must taste good to you. Um, but practicing that, you know, that 80% fullness, you 
evaluate your level of fullness by just being mindful, taking taking in the food, and then slowing things down as you kind of come towards the end and thinking to myself, um, I could probably eat the rest of this plate, but I really am satisfied right now. You know, leave the leave the meal meal with room for more, but just knowing that you're satisfied. So let's say you do. Let's say you leave the the meal on the plate. You you pack it up and you put it in the fridge. And an hour later, you're hungry again. Maybe you pull the rest of that out and you eat it. But it's really about practicing that 80% fullness every single time you sit down to eat. And this will obviously portion control. This will help you really manage how much you're eating. But what comes along with this is the mindfulness piece. We have to be really mindful about where we are in our level of fullness. So this is really huge for being able to control portions and really feeling satisfied with maybe not as much as our bodies need or or we our body we think our bodies need. All right, number 4 is satisfaction factor. Uh this kind of falls along the same lines of, of really all these tools, right? We don't really want to be eating stuff that doesn't satisfy us because at some point we're going to go right back to I've deprived myself of things that taste good. And so then here we go into the indulgence side of things. So satisfaction factor would be choosing or planning or even prepping food that is good for you, right? Nutrient-dense food, things that are whole foods, not processed foods, all the things you like, good quality proteins, maybe salads, sauteed vegetables. Maybe you like to create some sort of a fajita bowl where you put a little bit of rice in the bottom, maybe a couple, maybe... a little bit of black beans and you put some peppers and onions on there with some chicken. Now, if none of that was seasoned, you'd probably not like it, right? And to add a little bit more satisfaction to it, maybe you put a quarter of an avocado on top, but also make sure that your chicken is seasoned well and you've got salt and pepper on it. You know, it's amazing what salt will do. Get that pink Himalayan salt, sea salt. That that is going to be great for minerals in your body and Put a couple shakes of that on there. Salt can really bring out the flavor in food. And if you're not seizing anything, you're not going to enjoy that meal. And that's just an example. Maybe you don't like fajita bowls, but whatever it is that you're choosing to make or prep for yourself, you have to want to eat it, right? It's not about just boring chicken breasts and broccoli. It's about how do I make this meal satisfying? Maybe it's a little bit of cheese. Maybe it's a little bit of bacon bits on top of your salad. Maybe it's just a different type of seasoning that can not, you know, load up with, but enough to make the flavor there taste great and really enjoy what it is you're eating. You know, just doing these little things can make a huge difference in you enjoying healthier foods, enjoying foods that are better for you, better for your body, fewer in calories, not as heavy laden, but you have the ability to just sit down and enjoy it. So, Let's talk about, you know, when we practice these tools, it's not necessarily something that I want you to dive into all four at one time. I think it's important for you to take small steps. I think it's important for you to grab a hold of one of these and really master it, right? Really start honing in, being mindful, thinking about it every single time you sit down, practice it, practice it. Once once it becomes automated, then you go to the next one. And maybe you don't start with the, with the prioritized protein. Maybe you start with the DIS scale. Whatever it is, you're sticking with it and you're walking it out and you're watching yourself practice it every single time you eat something. 
And before you know it, that's going to become automated. And then you can focus on the next one. So let's just do a quick review here. Prioritize protein every meal. Use the DIS scale, deprivation and indulgence scale. Eat to 80% fullness and add in that satisfaction factor. These are huge keys to helping build this foundation for you to eat in moderation. You know, we, we can begin to stop looking at food as I can't have and start looking at it as it's really available to me anytime. Do I really want it, right? This is abundance versus scarcity. Stop living in scarcity and start using food to fuel you, but also food that you can enjoy, but also food that's not restricting. And yes, if you can adopt these things, you can begin to shift and change your body weight because of the fact that you're healing your relationship with food. And then you can dive into what it means to lose some weight. So when you work with me, I take you through these tools and, and really a whole lot more, you know, overcoming the diet mindset can actually be your key to losing weight. So if you'd love to connect with me, you can always email me at Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com or come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free and connect there as well. I pray that this has given you some insight and some tools that you can like really start beginning to do today. And I'd love to hear how things are going. I pray this has blessed you and take care. God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.